welcome back to Daydreamin. It's June, so happy Pride everyone. I see you. Celebrate, raise awareness about history, tell your story. I'm here for you. You might notice today's episode is a little bit later. I am still trying to figure out a schedule for the podcast and everything, but here we are. Today's episode is a little bit later because I've had a very busy week. Um, it's not really busy. It was more eventful. There was a lot going on. I had a lot to think about, a lot to feel. And I wanted to take the time where I usually relax and record the episodes and everything to just take some time off and, you know, reflect. Today's episode is going to be more candid and chill and reflective so it's more like a journal in a in an audio format really so if that sounds like your thing um stick around i'm going to be talking about my school experience specifically secondary school and sixth form and basically high school and I'm going to be talking about that. So if you're interested or if you're kind of looking for some advice or you want to just, you're in the same boat as me and you're trying to navigate that time of we just finished school, transitioning into whatever your next phase is, whether that's work or college or whatever. Um, but yes, it's, I think, be really nice. I kind of really enjoy talking to my friends about this and it was very helpful so I hope you guys feel the same about listening to this. Alright, so I graduated about a week or two ago and I am going to college next fall hopefully. So it's been a nice little time for me because I've been chilling and I've been taking my time to just mentally um, empty all the stuff and refresh and renew my mindset and everything for uni and to just kind of relax before the big wave hits, you know, because I do know that like, I think a lot of us in high school or in school in general, we romanticize that leaving school and going into college and it's going to be that fun time. And yeah, that's part of the experience. But I also know that there's going to be a lot of hard work and a lot of hard times and a lot of transitioning, especially since I'm moving countries and I'm going to be moving away from my family and I'm going to be going into a very different culture. Um, so I know there's going to be like difficult things and I'm not seeing it all in rose-colored glasses. Um, I'm obviously seeing both sides, uh, but I am excited because I don't know if that makes sense, but I've always kind of seen myself as this college person or like that age. Like I've always seen myself with a brain of like a 20 to 30 year old you know like that decade um and i've just been waiting for my body to catch up and my physical age to catch up to that i don't know it's just always felt that way um and so it's really exciting for me to finally be entering that chapter that i've looked forward to for a while now and 
I am honestly not sad about it. I'm not a sentimental person by nature. But this is a pretty big deal, and so you think that I would miss, I would be saying that I like miss school or whatever, but no, I don't think I'm going to miss school. Um, at least not right now, not next year, not the year after that, maybe a little bit along the line. I don't think I'm going to miss it anytime soon or in the near future, really. Um, and that's because I really have nothing to miss. I've taken this journey and I've experienced it and I've taken all I can from it and now it's time to walk into the next and that kind of space or period of time between them is an enjoyable thing for me and it's good to experience like the transition it's good to experience the the feelings and everything of kind of letting go but i genuinely feel like i'm not even letting anything go i just feel like it's there and it's over like it's kind of like when you finish a movie right or a series and you're kind of like sad about it a little bit sometimes if it was a good one but then you kind of just like move on you know or or when you're finishing an episode of a show say and you kind of want to go into the next um it's really not that big a deal for me emotionally but i do think that it is going to be at some point in my life just not now uh maybe it's coming in i don't know but yeah i'm into the next it's really nothing to be sentimental about and i think it's because i'm not very attached to it like i'm i've never been at uh i'm not attached to the idea of school i'm not attached to the idea of anything really and i like to live like that i like to live with no attached ideas and no permanent like emotions or thoughts about something because nothing is permanent and it's weird to have a mindset that's that i'm not attached to living in this house i'm not attached to um a certain feeling that i get when i go to school i'm not attached to the routine of it i'm not attached and i think that's one part that helped me get through my covid anxiety when it first hit that i'm not really attached to the routine of anything um but yes yeah, so i think i am going to miss one thing though and that's one part of my school journey that's been really important to me and that is my friendships i absolutely adore the class that i ended up in i am so grateful that by like all the people that i could have been with and all the people that could have been my friends and all the people that i could have experienced this time of my life with i'm so glad it ended up being this bunch of girls and i could not be happier about it if i had to go and do it all over again i would just so i can meet these girls like i've had a relatively drama free school experience and that's because i'm generally a very chill person and i don't involve myself in a lot but that is also because i ended up in such a wonderful group that is very supportive of each other very loving very kind and very respectful people and i have learned something from each and every one of these girls that i will take with me 
uh, for the rest of my life. And whether that's from their negative behavior or positive behavior, mostly positive. But yeah, it has been something that you kind of just, you, you kind of take something away from each and every one of your classmates, whether you like it or not. And I'm really glad these ended up being the people that kind of shaped my thoughts and um, kind of trimmed me into how I think and how I am and how I deal with people in general and all my interactions and how I perceive people to be because that ultimately does come from your experience with people and if that's not pleasant then your thoughts of people aren't pleasant and it doesn't end up being a very good time for you socially. Um, I'm really glad that I had a chance to kind of grow into my actual social self because I've always, in, in the beginning when I was younger, I kind of labeled myself as this shy, kind of quiet introvert who doesn't like to socialize much, but that's really not who I was. I was just abiding to the idea teachers had of me and the general vibe that I gave off, but that wasn't really me, but I had like I was like, eh, it's fine. But really expressing myself and socializing more and not being afraid to speak up my mind and learning to debate respectfully. And because I had such a mature group that I had a lot of amazing conversations with and had a lot of laughter with. And I love that I'm kind of able to have very serious discussions with these people also be able to argue which vine is the best and why and we basically we will fight like to to the death uh, about this basically so it's it's really nice to have a group of people that are like that i am so in love with my friend group as well like my close friends i'm so happy i met these people and I really do want to stay in touch with most of them. I know it's going to be very difficult, especially with all of us being in different countries and doing whatnot, and me studying in college, which is going to be a lot of work, trying to keep up my grades, trying to keep up my um, life together, trying to keep everything in, in balance, basically. It's going to be a lot of work, and I might not have... And I might, and I will be working on my like other friends as well to nurture those and grow them into lifelong relationship as well and try to get some good friends out of college but I will miss my friends so much like so much and I tell them that all the time I'm like I am so grateful that I have you guys I always let them know how appreciate their presence in my life what each of and every one of them brought to me and even when we went through like rough patches and we've fallen out and gotten back together and uh and like had miscommunications and had some overwhelming times where i just couldn't and whatever and but it's it's all a learning experience and i did not enjoy those times i'm sure they did not enjoy those times but it really was important to kind of figure out where our relation where our friendship is like what, what it is, what it is to us, and that's important. It's important to know that both parties are on the same page when it comes to friendship, and it's important to know that even if you 
slack a little bit and you're not putting enough effort that this person is willing to push and to keep up and to do the work to keep you not just oh if she doesn't talk to me I'm not talking to her back period like it's important to know the intentions of the person and how much they care about you and how much you care about them and I know it's just school and whatever but it really is important and it kind of taught me how to value people in my life and to just express myself and to set my boundaries and to only be with people who I know are worth my effort and how to kind of have this professional relationship as well with people whom I didn't really want to be friends with but I still had to see every day and people who I didn't like maybe and yeah it's just it's a good experience having a lot of good people on your side um but yes I really do love my friend group and I'm really glad they taught me how to honestly I learned so much from them and I think in, in during school itself I've had my doubts about my friendships because I'm really not a funny person right I'm not I have no sense of humor and I will admit it I can't I, I can't, like, I don't get things that are funny, and I'm also not funny by nature, so it, it was really weird at times being in my friend group, because they're all hilarious people, and they're all so fun, they're all so lighthearted, and even though they're, like, mature, they're amazing people, but they were also so funny, and they were just, like, they, t they don't take anything seriously, and not anything, not not everything, they don't take everything seriously, and they just know how to mess around when it's needed, they know when to be serious when it's needed, and it's like, kind of just a fun time, and I'm not like that, I'm obviously very serious by nature, and I don't joke around a lot, I don't know how to be this silly, goofy person, and it was kind of hard for me in the beginning to accept like that I've been in this group because they care about me because I just felt like it was out of convenience and obligation because why would these people hang out with me when I'm so different to them you know like I don't see any reason they probably stopped talking to me like right away but I was able to get over that um and it's honestly things things like that if you're experiencing something similar it's probably just internal probably and if the other people that you're feeling like this about aren't working with you to if you, if you can't express yourself to them and you can't kind of you can't kind of get the feeling back that they actually do care about you and that you're actually important to them and, and that it's not out of obligation it's out of choice and they choose to be around you and they want to be around you if they fail to express that to you whether by actions or by direct speech however you like to have it it's really important to be with people that you can express yourself f like freely with and not feel judged because I did tell my friends about that and I mean I, I told them about it after I was like I was like finished uh, <laughs> after I was experiencing it and I was like you know, I went through a period of time where I was like, I was feeling very lonely in the friendship. 
not feeling like I'm fitting in this and I thought like you guys didn't really didn't really want me around or didn't really care but their actions and them staying in touch um, even when we weren't directly together and stuff that made me feel a lot better about the friendships and that made me feel a lot more understood and wanted in the group and I think it's important to be with people that you can be like that with. I also really enjoyed my teachers that I've gotten over over this time. Um, and I'm so grateful for some of them came into my life. I truly will never forget some of my teachers. And they played a huge part in my personality, of course, and my confidence, and how I kind of approach school and academics. And I feel like good teachers aren't only the ones that you remember for helping you academically, but the ones that really touch your heart and touch your personality. And I'm really glad to have gotten some of those over the years, and I truly won't ever forget them, and they're part of the, what made my school experience a little bit better than most. I by no means had a bad school experience, I would say, and I had, thankfully, minimum toxicity, minimum problems, minimum everything really i had a very peaceful nice journey and i'm so grateful because i know a lot of people can't stay the same and i know a lot of people deal with a lot of toxic friends of this time deal with a lot of uh, heartache and deal with a lot of problems people problems and academic problems and family problems because i have friends who went through the same but it really didn't happen to me, thankfully, and whatever problems that did happen, I don't know, I guess I learned how to deal with them, because some of them are still ongoing, and some of them are very close to me, and I know they won't be over soon, and some of them are very close to, my, to me, and they still bother me sometimes, but I've also realized that I've really grown mentally and emotionally and I cannot recognize the person I was five years ago because I'm just so different. There's obviously elements of myself that are still the same but honestly, actually, I think it's more like a tree, okay? When you first plant a tree, it's just the trunk or it's just one branch and then it kind of grows and it keeps growing branches and it keeps growing leaves and it keeps growing flowers and then it houses birds and little critters and you have all this abundance and blooming and beautiful things coming out from that one tree so I suppose it's more like that. I was the one root and I was the one trunk but then I built things onto that and over time, my trunk got thicker, my leaves changed color, they fell off, they came back, you know, and it, it was a good growing time for all, for all my thoughts and ideas and everything. And obviously, being more exposed to the world as well, as you get older, you kind of learn not just about yourself, but others and what's going on around you and because I didn't have social media until very recently and I didn't get 
well, recently compared to other people, of course, and because I didn't sort of follow on to the, on the news or anything, I just took whatever my parents said and I made it my own belief. Um, I think being exposed and forming my own opinions and kind of learning more about the framework of our society and realizing and noticing little things that I didn't notice as a little child and things like that really kind of they, they, they affect you and they affect your brain and they obviously affect who you are as a person and that happened to me and I'm happy it did because I'm happy that I wasn't shaped by uh, a lot of trauma. I'm really happy that I wasn't shaped by a lot of violence or abuse or, or a lot of toxicity and bad relationships and a lot of ongoing insecurities and... For that I am so grateful because I just I know not a lot of people can say the same and I really I would comfort you and I would say that you should look on the positive side but these things affect more than just you in the moment and they they impact your mindset and your world view so deeply so like from within and it's not easy to rid yourself of that and so I will say that I will support you in any way that I can <laughs> and if you can work yourself through that and kind of learn to get past whatever negative experiences shaped you and if you can sort of begin to experience more positive things and more positive nurturing relationships with yourself and with the world and with people around you and seek help from professionals if you need it get a good support group if you need it and that will kind of support you in your journey of undoing that it's not easy at all and it's not something that I can just say just look on the bright side from uh, some of these things, especially in school as well, they really do affect you. I've been guilty of neglecting some people's experiences. I've had a lot of things that I dismissed because like, oh my god, you're too young for this. How are you feeling that way? But honestly, that is judgment and I recognize that judgment and I don't want to have that judgment ingrained in me. I don't want judgment to be my impression of someone's feelings. And I don't want to invalidate them because of their age. Because age doesn't determine the intensity of the emotion or how deeply it affects you, right? It doesn't. So, it's whatever you're feeling, no matter how young or old or in between or whatever you consider yourself to be, Whatever your age is, whatever your situation is, it's valid and you're allowed to feel bad about it and you're allowed to experience that and you're allowed to feel weak because of your experiences. But you're also allowed to take power and take the lead into strengthening yourself and protecting, your, protecting yourself against that from happening and from to avoid that from happening in the future and to avoid more damage into your life.
So know that you are so strong for going through this and you might feel like it broke you but you existing here now proves otherwise and I really hope that you find the support that you need and that you can begin to see your life away from these negative experiences that happened. I've had a lot of friends who experienced depression and anxiety and bullying and um, other other family problems and other traumas that kind of impact you, especially since we're in the Middle East, so you have a lot more like on your plate than if you grew up, say, in a very peaceful region as well. You also carry that kind of um, heaviness from your own home country and you carry it in with you. Some of my friends were really affected by what was going on back in their home country. And of course I have a very um, diverse group so we're not all from the Middle East but it really does play part and that's something that's completely out of your control you see. You, you're not going to just go to uh, go to your governments and say stop having wars stop conflict yay and it stops that's not how it works and you kind of have to carry that with you as well and i think a lot of people don't really understand how deeply people can feel that pain of their country and their families being missed all the time and the heaviness of wars and conflict like that big but also problems like depression and anxiety and n neglect and dealing with these emotional um, these emotional problems and mental problems that weren't being addressed seriously by people around them. They were finding it very difficult to cope, and I'm glad that I was part of their support. But I could, I just knew that they needed a lot more than friends or a lot more than the school counselor to get them through this, although it was helpful, it really does deeply affect, um, it affects the way they, it's the way they communicate with, with me and others about their feelings, and, and not just their feelings, how they communicate themselves, and what they choose to talk about, and how they react, and I see that firsthand, how, how deeply the, these, mental health problems and mental health um like i i see how deeply they affect people and firsthand and it's it's hard to be dismissive of it after seeing that so i think empathy is also something that's really important and something that i learned a lot about and i learned to be a better listener and i learned to be a better communicator and i learned to be a better friend because of these experiences and I also learned how to set boundaries because sometimes when your friend is going through something big like that sometimes you'll feel just too overwhelmed to handle it and you kind of feel like you just don't deserve to feel your own <laughs> problems and you kind of just feel like you can't talk to them about it or sometimes the friendship just turns into them dumping on you. Um, and at those times, you do need to speak your boundaries. You need to speak up. You need to express to them. And you need to be like, I'm sorry. I don't have space for that right now. You don't need to invalidate your own 
experiences just because someone else is going through something that is objectively worse. You're going through what you're going through, and that's okay, and they're going through what they're going through, and that's okay, and really none of us have a say in that, you know? A say in what, what makes us feel bad, and it's okay if you feel like your thing is less important. It's not. And just learn to express that to your friend. Obviously, if your friend is going through some big problem and you are having like a very minor inconvenience, like your 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 delivery was delayed by 10 minutes, don't go and tell them that, you know? Like, seriously, just use your logic and set your boundaries. Basically, just knowing that other people's negative experiences don't determine or set how you feel about your own and honestly i think something that i realized was also that i was not as needed as i thought i always approached my friends problems with a problem-solving brain rather than an empathetic brain and what that means is that i approached the, the wrong way basically your you can do everything that you can. You can give all the solutions and all the advice that you can. But really, when your friend is going through a problem like that, the most they need from you is to know that you're there and to know that you support them and for you to listen and kind of guide them if they tell you that they need that. If they express to you that they need guidance, maybe they need that. But otherwise, they just need you to be there to be there if you if they reach out their hand you're there to hold it that's all they don't want you to they don't need you to meddle in because it's something that they will figure out by themselves and even if they say to you wow that was like really helpful and whatever chances are they won't listen to you <laughs> like okay say a lot of people say this like they they give their friend um advice on someone that they're dating okay and their friends don't take their advice and then they come crying to them and you're like i told you so but that's that's exactly what i'm saying your advice will sometimes and your solutions will sometimes not be taken even if they are right they won't be taken and that's because your friend needed to experience that and work through it themselves which is why you just kind of need to be there to give your support. I know sometimes um, if, if you're a person like me who worries about their friends very deeply and loves them a lot, you might feel anxious and worried for them a lot of the time. But really just realize that you're not as needed and as um, invaluable to their problems and to their um, to their negative emotions experience as you think you are it's okay chances are you could probably do whatever you want or not talk to them about it and they'll still have the same experience whether you give them advice or not chances are that's what i'm saying i'm not saying you shouldn't give your friends advice when they're doing something stupid i'm saying that chances are you're probably not as effective in dissipating their negative emotions as you think you are and so don't just dismiss yourself and don't just make the entire friendship about their negative experiences because they will need the friendship to be something other than that a lot of the time 
that will be their kind of space where they can just dissociate and just take a step away from all that and be with you and have fun and relax you know they will not feel pressure if you're a good friend they shouldn't feel pressured around you they shouldn't feel uncomfortable or censored around you and chances are that'll be their one time where they get to step away from it so your job isn't to be a judge and to be a problem solver for them uh don't be the jury you know and don't just be someone who's sitting there solving an equation be an empathetic friend who's there but also know what they need and what they don't need from you and don't dismiss your own negative experiences for your friend's sake because it's it is something that's easier said than done right because we all kind of feel like our problems, especially if you were, if you're in a privileged person, if you live a privileged life, you can feel so bad about your bad feelings. Like whenever I feel sad about something, very first world problem. Like for example, during when when COVID first started, I was so upset about feeling upset because I was like, I'm here and I am safe within this house. I have a lot of space in this house that I can move around in. I have so many things to do in this house. I have no right to feel bad. Like, literally, what do I feel bad about? But that invalidation and that secondary emotion about the invalidation, it just doesn't help. And just because someone else was out there living way worse experiences than me in a famine or in a war or literally living every day in fear of their house being bombed or being dealing with with grief because they lost someone to covid or or dealing with heaviness because they're because of because of the pan because the pandemic is affecting someone close to them or someone who's suffering because of the economical changes and financially they're unstable and they're worried about a lot you know I felt like my problems were so minor and they are and to be honest they are compared to all these bad experiences that are truly truly traumatic and awful that I can't even begin to imagine you know but knowing that didn't stop me from feeling bad right It's not going to stop me from feeling bad. Everyone is allowed to feel bad. And don't try to make yourself feel feel better by just saying, oh, this person is experiencing way worse things than me. That's not going to make you feel better, actually. And it's a bad tactic. And sometimes it's inevitable. You can't really help but feel that way about your own experiences, especially when you're empathetic because you you can really like feel the other person's struggle and you're like I'm so thankful that isn't me but it can also be a bad thing on the other hand because you kind of start to dismiss yourself and you don't deal with your own things and you don't realize your own triggers and we gotta stop doing that you know we gotta stop invalidating our experiences and start to feel our feelings and let them pass and recognize what is making us feel that way so that we can, if we can, uh, prevent it from happening again.
or approach it a different way next time and not feel guilty about our bad feelings, you know? <laughs> so that's my bit about that. Other than that, really, I just wanted to talk about the academic side of things because that's obviously something as well. I think I've gained a lot of skills from school regarding academics, but I think everything that I did learn about studying or learn about learning or education really has nothing to do with school or teachers. I'm I'm not really... um disregarding their effort or anything but I'm saying that I taught myself how to study I taught myself how to learn things and quite frankly I hate the education system I hate how it does things and I hate how it evaluates your level of intelligence and I hate how it evaluates the importance of your passions and um, your skills in your learning and your education I hate the education system so much it because even though it kind of like it works for me fine because my learning style and my passions and whatever align with what they want me to be like <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense like okay there's always this expectation to be someone uh, wonderful in the stem field or some amazing um scientist or doctor or engineer or whatever and my passions t happen to align with that but what about the people who have more creative uh, passions and have more created linked more towards things that aren't taught in school other than that whole thing what about the life things that you guys need to teach us i don't know so much about I think I think that actually that actually is one thing that makes stresses the stresses out young adults and makes them hate so much of their like makes them feel like they don't know anything or that they're falling behind or whatever is because they don't know how to work their life and they don't know how to manage that and it makes that transition from teen to young adult so difficult it's because no one teaches us how to life no one teaches us that. No one teaches us how to work our lives. No one teaches us how the framework of society works for adults. All we know is school, and then we're suddenly thrown into all these expectations to know what we're doing. And no one tells us those things. So I think schools should work on a course to, uh, that's called like Adulting 101 and Life 101, and they should teach us things about life and adulting that we need to know before we go be independent you know um and i think that would be really helpful so if you're someone in the education system field whatever please do better <laughs> they need to do way better way better there are so many things that i've even experienced i haven't i would i wouldn't say i haven't i have experienced to saying but things that I've observed and that I hate um and it's done unintentionally because it's just so ingrained in our society and thankfully I've been on the good side of that because my um 
my intelligence levels and my skills and my passions tend to align with what they want me to be like. But I've seen other people. I have a sister even, so that's very close to me. And I've seen how the education system can fail people. I've seen how it can actually be not about education at all and instead be about it is basically about who can achieve the better grade it's not about learning anymore you don't need to know anything you can just work your way through memorizing or or through cheating or through just i don't even know and you'll it's all about getting the grade it's not about what you know you can know so much but you can do bad on a test and that affects what you can do with your life because that's all anyone cares about. And I don't know. I just have a lot of beef about with that. I really don't like it. But at the same time, I don't have enough knowledge to talk about exactly what I hate yet or propose solutions. So I'm going to stop complaining now. But I just want this... I want this to be something that's acknowledged more in the education system and by ministries and leaders and everything and even school staff and management because the there's so many problems and this education system doesn't really fit for everyone and it doesn't even fit. It's literally just luck. You fall wherever you fall in whatever school you fall into. You have your own passions and ideas and it's just luck which teachers you fall with and which um, school you fall into because um, you might not have schools that really respect that around you. You might not have teachers that really respect that around you. You might have teachers that actually turn the whole thing upside down and make you hate what you love doing. And so I think the whole thing just needs a big reevaluation. And I think the education is actually going to change a lot in the next few years. Not just because of online or new tech or whatever, but I really do think that the education system is going to change with all the new awareness about learning styles and learning difficulties and certain um, neurodivergent types that work uh, that don't really work with the education system and different passions and homeschooling really trending and all that jazz I really do think that it's going to change a lot in the next few years and well not few years maybe in the next decades but a lot is going to change when millennials are in charge and gen z's are in charge so I really hope that that happens soon let's just annihilate all governments and take over because i want that to happen um we're gonna be we're gonna be figuring it out for a while but i do think we're gonna be doing a lot better than what they are doing right now because we're more i don't know we just i feel like we just have more common sense and logic but that could be just me with my youth uh optimistic youth uh outlook but I think that's the outlook everyone should have. 
And I think that's all. Wait, that is such a great segue into something that I really wanted to talk about as well. I hate adults dismissing everything that the youth say. I hate it so much because everyone kind of dismisses that hopeful uh, energy in youth, and everyone kind of says, "Oh, you're you're gonna get it when you get older, or you're gonna lose that when you get older, or." It, we're not hopeless, we're just, we're just realistic, or whatever that means, instead of trying to nurture that feeling and keep it up, like, you think having motivation to make the world a better place, and having the recognition to speak out when you see something wrong, and having the logic to propose solutions to problems that everyone is affected by, you think that's something that we need to get over? You think that's something that we need to grow out of? You think we just need to stay the same and keep slipping down and let some really questionable people lead us into oblivion? You really want that? You want us to not criticize something when we see that it's wrong? I just don't understand why that's something that's negative or dismissed or disregarded rather than nurtured and kept up as you age, I think it's something that we need to stop doing. Um, and it's definitely something that I will never do as an adult. I will never disregard any youthful uh, hopefulness or motivation or optimism because that is important. That is hella important and we need to stop disregarding it and dismissing it. And we need to start teaching them and learning how to keep that energy up as you age because that passion and that excitement and that strong um resolve that is something that we need to keep up it's not something that we need to lose it's not something that we we need innovation and we need passionate leaders and honest leaders and that can only happen if we raise our youth right and adults are not doing a great job of that and by adults i mean like you know, the hopeless 40 plus. <laughs> I'm not saying everyone 40 plus is bad. Please don't. Please don't take it that way. I'm saying that y'all just need to listen more. Like, y'all just need to listen more and be more respectful. We're not trying to change your opinion. We just want you to get to respect us. That's literally it. And if you feel like, if, if you're a parent, for example, and you have a teenage uh or a young uh let's let's just say young if you have young children and you're questioning why they never speak to you or why you're distant you have a lot of distance between you or whatever chances are they don't feel respected by you and you just need to feel make them feel that they're heard and they're respected which is another reason why I liked my teachers during secondary school because I fell in um, I had namely two teachers that I adore so much. I love them so much, and I'm I have infinite respect for these people, truly. Um, and it's because, well, it might be kind of selfish, but it's also not. I really respect their outlook on the world, and I really appreciate how they bring things in, and I really appreciated and loved how they taught us. Not only about the curriculum, but 
about us and about the world and about themselves and about different experiences that we needed to know, you know? And they didn't treat us like dumb kids, even though we might have been. They didn't treat us like we're just blabbering. And they didn't treat us like like we know everything either. Like, I feel like we need to be in between. You don't need to treat us like we know everything because we don't. You have a lot of knowledge that we don't because we haven't had that experience yet. But also, recognize that we have something that you don't. You ha- you might have the experience, but we have the we have the optimism and we have the actual belief that we can change how the things that we see are wrong. We 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 have that energy and if you're wondering why gen z's are always joking about um death and about depression and about weird things that are really dark and why we're all into dark humor you might want to look take a look at how um the older people in society and the more authoritative authoritative is authoritative a word the authority figures in our lives and the older people that we kind of were supposed to look up to how they how they treat us you know so yeah you might want to stop judging us for being angry and rude or whatever it is that is rude to you i just don't understand why us speaking up is rude or why us saying that we think your belief is wrong is rude i don't understand that but if you think we're rude Maybe it's just touching something in you that you don't want to question. And I think questioning is something that I learned and I will not let go of because I want to question. I want to question everything and I want to have a lot of questions. And I don't want to ever be someone who accepts everything just as it is. And that's part of why I'm recording this episode, actually, because I am so scared of losing that optimism and need for change that I do now as I age because of seeing the people around me I I see that happen to them and I don't want that to happen to me and that's part of why I started this because I just really don't want to ever lose that part of myself and that part of my I really don't want to lose that part of me and I don't want to lose that thought process and way of thinking and way of viewing the world uh, in an analytical sort of way rather than in a passive complacent kind of what can I do it is what it is kind of way I really think that if it's something that we nurture in kids and if it's something and it's actually something that we are getting better at as teens not and as young people uh, and I see little kids, 10, 12 year olds, and I see older, like millennials and 20 year olds and 30 year olds and whatever. They're kind of giving up that idea of we need validation from you people. And I think it's something that we're learning to not be as affected by. So, thanks, I guess, for desensitizing us to it. <laughs> and it's something that I'm, myself, I'm trying to implement with my sisters um, that are younger than me. 
I try to nurture that in them and I try to respect that and I try to make them feel heard and seen and I try to express myself to them and even just like any young person I meet that I see that passion in I just really love to encourage it because if we don't encourage that we're encouraging gossip and drama and toxicity and bullying and things kids do to get um to be seen so you you can get attention in different ways basically and i think it's better to get attention for positive critical thinking and positive even if it's not positive even if you're just a thinker and you're curious and you are doing things that are good and you're learning things that are good even if they're not exactly good good it's just important to have that kind of view if i i I think i think i'm getting my point across but i don't know still i'm not very eloquent anyway i think it's better to get attention for that than to get attention for drama and gossip and bullying others for their appearance and for trying to for seeking male validation and for um for sticking to the toxic sometimes toxic and annoying uh gender roles that really limit our self-expression and sticking to uh delinquents and whatever i think it's really important to nurture the youth because not because they're the future but because they are the present and we're all the present together and if we can all see the present in a more in a more hopeful light and in a more critical way and in a more i see your potential way rather than i see what you are and i give up on you I think if we all see that present, the present in that way, I think it can really make a positive change in the world. Alright, so that was me reflecting. I don't think I have more to say for now. If I do feel like I have more to say and more feelings, that'll be addressed later. Um, I did give some tidbits of advice here and there in this episode, but they're so scattered and it wasn't really the center, uh, because this episode, I didn't really script for this episode or plan or anything. I just sat down and I talked. Um, but if you would like me to do some, um, advice and some kind of, uh, I don't know, some kind of like... I'll, I'll help you uh, kind of thing for people who are younger or people who are going through the same thing as me or um, if you want some kind of like advice and um, a, pers- a, a young person's perspective really I think that can be helpful to a lot of people you don't just need to take advice from people that are your age or older or more experienced
But yes, that is all for today. I do apologize for the very random uploading schedule because I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm still trying to see kind of where my recording and editing time fits. And obviously that changes from episode to episode. Um, So I'm still trying to figure out how I should do that. Whether I should just do a set time for every episode or whether I should just... Uh, go with the flow and keep going and just give myself more time according to the episode I'm recording or the topic whatever so thank you for being patient don't forget to leave a review let me know what you think and let me know if you want more episodes that are like this just chatty and candid don't forget to follow the page for the pot of the podcast that you can get the notifications and some little um tidbits and questions and pondering and daydreaming in with me every day on social media rather than just sitting there and taking and taking and taking how about you think a little bit while you're at it you know you know just just a little bit um but yes uh if you want to reach out to me you have my instagram and my email in the episode description and i will also be leaving some links to a palestinian news and voices and pages and things that you can look at because palestine the talk about palestine isn't over yet and i should have mentioned it in the beginning of the episode but i don't know why i didn't but yes the palace the thing in palestine it's not over it won't be over anytime soon and just because they announced the ceasefire doesn't mean it's peace and love you know please stay up to date with it keep it keep keep speaking about it and keep learning about it no matter what side you fall on even though there are no sides to fall on but no matter what side you fall on just put that aside for a second learn and and don't stand for for genocide and for war crimes even if you side with the with with a different side than palestine you know don't fall don't support war crimes and hate and uh, oppression you know that's not good it's not good no matter which side you think is right it's not good anyway so yes that is all for today thank you so much for listening this has been jenna and you're listening to daydreaming i'll see you in the next episode hopefully soon bye Thank you.